Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm really excited to talk to author Laura Honkin because her book, her debut novel is it's something right up my alley that I would love to read. It's called The Best Laid Lies. And hi, Laura, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being here. I'm excited to talk about your book. Where are you, Laura? I am located in Southwest Minnesota. Oh, okay. So we're both the central U.S. central timeline. So that's that was easier yes. for me to get us together. <laughs> Let's talk about your book. Let's get started. Can you tell me what your book's about? Well, it's a murder mystery book with a female protagonist. So I do have it set in Southwest Minnesota. And it is a, a woman who is married and her husband's ex is also married and her husband is murdered. And oh, protagonist's man. husband is considered the main suspect. Oh, man. You just jumped that right off the bat in this book. This is awesome. <laughs> what else can you tell me more about it? How was your writing process for this book? Well, it was mostly in the evening. And I, because I do work a full-time job as well. So I would come home at night and and work on the book, you know, early into the morning and a lot of time on the weekends. And Trying to make sure that I got at least a chapter written a day was my goal when I when I started it. And that's what I achieved. And on the last weekend, I actually got about the last five chapters done um, for the first draft. And then oh, after, wow. obviously it took some time to do some editing and some rewriting. So how long was this process for this book? Uh, it probably took a total of about seven months. Oh, wow. Okay. I've heard people take five six years I've heard people say two three months just how I guess how involved you are in it at the beginning from the get-go and just staying on task I guess because I can't imagine what you guys go through once you start editing and going through all that okay. craziness any favorite characters you have from this book would you say the main woman that's in the book that you really really enjoy writing her character or yeah, the main woman was the one I most related to. I gave her some of my personal issues, you know, I gave her a little bit of anxiety, which I do have, not necessarily looks wise, but um, <laughs> where she lives and, right. and you know, in a happy marriage, which I am as well. So, <laughs> Oh, that's good. <laughs> so besides the entertainment and the thrilling ride of this book, what else can your reader get from your book? From what I've heard from people that have read it is that they have a hard time putting it down because they get so invested in the characters. Um, I know I had one person who said that there were some people you, in the book that you just wanted to hug. So uh, that was a nice. That's that was different. Nice yes. <laughs> how how about the murder part or the crime part of the book? How was writing that part besides just having to figure out your twists and turns? I had an outline to start with it, but I really did veer off that outline quite a bit. I went to uh, kind of just moving along um, and it kind of came to me as I was writing it. So I, I put a twist in there that I didn't even expect at the end. So I kind of surprised myself. <laughs> 
did that throw you off a little bit coming out of your outline? Did did that surprise you a lot or? It it did. So my outline kind of got pushed to the side and I basically, what they call pantsed it. Yes. (laughs) I start to learn that word lately. A lot of people were like, I'm a pantser when it comes to writing. And I was like, what, what does that even mean? (laughs) I might have seen your pants. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I finally learned it. I was like, oh, okay. I imagine that authors do kind of both, you know, like you yes. have a you have a goal you want it to go this way, but then your characters are like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> As you start developing your characters, it's amazing how they they take on a life of their own sometimes, and you see how they move in a different direction than what you had intended originally. So was the villain not to give it away or anything? So was the villain kind of a little bit more difficult to write or anything like that? Just trying to give it reason because I always look for reasoning when it comes to reading murder mystery whether it's fun little motivation or whatnot but how was it writing the villain part it was a little harder for me to write the villain just because I couldn't necessarily relate to that that person (laughs) right (laughs) so the villain is more of a one-dimensional character there are some twists and turns in the book that you wouldn't necessarily expect are you done with this characters that you have? Is this maybe like some sort of series that you want to do or this is a standalone novel or? It is a standalone. Um, however, I have started writing the second book and I did Ooh, take nice. characters from this book and they are okay. in the new book. Can you tell me a little bit about that book or is it a hush hush for right now? <laughs> Um, well, I'm not too far into it yet. Unfortunately, I ended up having wrist surgery, so I I was in a cast for about eight weeks, so I haven't been able to. Uh, oh, to that's no well. fun. Yes, and oh, I, I'm man. not a big voice to text person. I like to have my fingers on the keyboard. I'm I'm about on chapter six right now, and it is another murder mystery again, set in set in the same area, because I have um, two basically of the the police officers from this novel from the best laid mm-hmm. lives are, are moving into the new novel. So what else can you tell me about you as an author? I started writing when I was a little kid. I I grew up in a farm um, in Iowa. And (laughs) I remember we had a swing set outside. And I remember sitting on the swing and I would write songs as I was sitting outside. (laughs) I don't think they're really good, obviously. (laughs) I would write them when I was, you know, under, I think I was about five or six years old when I started doing that. (laughs) A lot of my teachers would tell me that, they thought I was a good writer and that maybe that was encourage you. Yeah. yeah. And then when I went to college, I had an English professor tell me the same thing, but I, you know, thinking ahead, thinking that I needed to have a, not thinking that writing was maybe a career that I could really attain. I went for a finance degree instead. So I have uh, spent the past. Kind of veered years. off a little bit there. Yes. So okay. has been in a, I've been in finance for a very long time. So unfortunately, when my my mother passed away and then my brother passed away, you know, my brother passed away at a relatively young age. And I thought at that point, if I want to write, I need to do something now because you never know what could happen tomorrow. I feel like anytime anyone says I want to pursue writing, most people kind of have this front about it or this immediate like uh, are you sure about that mm-hmm. because it's such a strange business to go into as far as the long game or as far as what's the money in this and all that good <laughs> stuff what made you push to finally publish the best laid lies 
Well, I had a lot of support from my family and friends and, and I know my family and <laughs> they will be honest with me. They will be brutally honest. <laughs> so if they had told me it was horrible, I would have listened and, and not move forward. But uh, the feedback that I got from everyone made me go ahead and publish. How was your publishing process? How did that come about or how did that work out for you? Well, I'm a researcher by by nature. So I go in and I would I looked at the self-publishing option versus the um, traditional publishing option. And, mm-hmm. and the more I looked at traditional publishing, the more I thought it maybe it wasn't for me, just because if I really wanted to pursue this goal, I needed something that would push it forward faster um, rather than right. traditional publishing. You're looking at probably two to three years if you even get to that point. That's so odd. It's so mm-hmm. strange. <laughs> yes. So I, with the backing of my husband, I, you know, hired my own editors and uh, I have a, my niece is a, a wonderful photographer. So she had an image from actually from Southwest Minnesota that she used for the, that we use for the cover. Nice. And nice. So yes, I, I did. I hired my own editors and then, you know, used her for the cover. And I have a friend that um, was able to put the cover together for me and that led to everything being published relatively easily, I, maybe a little easier than I had expected. Were there any surprises in the publishing process? Anything that you can give insight to to some people maybe still trying to figure this out since you, since really, you were able to do it well? <laughs> I didn't realize how how many options there are out there for self-publishing. I mean, it, it, oh. different options, but uh, I didn't realize how many different places there actually were that you could upload your book. Oh, I definitely don't know. <laughs> I hear about it all the time, but yeah. I, I can't put them all together because it's so fascinating to hear all the the little things that you guys have to go through, even like margins, if yeah. it will load or not load to Amazon. But sorry, go ahead. <laughs> right. And I actually found, you know, I know there's another, there's a um, Readsy that's out there and you can put your manuscript in there and they um, format your book for you. So, and it's a free service, which was great. So I just put my book in there and I was able to format it there. And I was able to get the EPUB version and the PDF versions for the paperback and the hardcover. That was a nice feature. So I didn't have to yeah. hire to do that. Yes. But it's ama- it amazes me too how many times you have to go through and actually rewrite and reread and edit and re-edit. And even after you've re-edited so many times that you can still miss something. That's one of those moments that you're just like, come on, <laughs> yes. again. <laughs> but how has it been since you published your book? It's been good. I've gotten some good feedback from people. And I know I've done some book signings in the area. And people were excited about the book, especially to have it set in their area. Because you know, we're in a small yeah. environment here. And, and we don't see <laughs> the names of our towns mentioned very often anywhere. <laughs> so people were excited about seeing that. It's a weird thing even because I live in Houston Texas and of course we're a huge huge city but if Mm -hmm. I read anything and it mentions Houston I get I get all giddy about it I don't know what it is there's something connecting when you read and you can place you know a spot here and there it's I love when authors do that honestly as much as I like that authors create like a fictional town or fictional Mm -hmm. even country there's something about something that we know, but anyway. <laughs> but you mentioned working on another book and so mm-hmm. forth. What are some other interests you have as in the book world 
Are there any jo- other genres that you may want to dab into or anything like that? Um, I had an idea for some ro- uh, for a romance novel. I think I need to do a little bit more research though on how to write those effectively. I, I'm not <laughs> the most comfortable with writing those. So I, I do have an idea. I, I was told that once you write a a thriller like yours, a murder mystery like yours, even though you try to do romance or even fantasy, you can't help but throw in some sort of some sort of a crime or some sort of murder in there just because it comes to you so naturally. <laughs> yes. Do you think that's something that might happen? It's possible. I know um, I am a true crime junkie too. So uh, and, um, <laughs> my husband is is telling me I always watch too much Dateline and I watch too much <laughs> Investigation Discovery. So, Oh, yeah. It's weird because like we can watch that and then listen to podcasts about it, discuss it, and then you can just keep going. Yes. Uh, you know, like another episode. I'm okay with that. Go ahead, go for it. And yes. it doesn't face us at all. No, and it's just kind of amazing when you see and, you know, you feel for the people in the situations that they're in with the true crime. Um, mm-hmm. You have that that empathy for the family, but at the same time, you're, you're looking and you're amazed at the psyche that some of these people of what they are. What they're oh, yeah. I, I'm so interested in human behavior. So mm-hmm. I always... I'm always fascinated by how one person can react to one thing and another person to the same thing, but they react so differently. But for your book, the idea with, you know, the husband being a suspect and all that stuff, how did all this idea come about that you wanted to pursue with this story? It was an idea I had, um, and it was a completely different idea I had started with. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) kind of had the idea in my head and you know how you are when you're you were driving to work or whatever you're doing it's, it's always in your head and you're thinking about it and then I just finally started putting it down to typing it uh, at home when I got home I was finally putting my ideas on paper and when I looked at everything it really didn't make sense and I had a friend of mine who uh, he actually told me that you know this really doesn't work I don't think this would work and I just bounced some ideas off of him and I was able to come up with this idea that I that worked okay I love that it's like a group effort but yet it's your work it's your book baby you know (laughs) how did it feel when you finally published this is something that you've been wanting to do for a long time how was the the euphoria in that (laughs) it was it was an incredible feeling, but at the same time, it was incredibly terrifying. <laughs> I remember I saw um, something once that said, uh, once you publish, you know, people are going to read your book. And the person was sitting there with their eyes wide open because, it, you, oh, my right. gosh, people are going to read my book. <laughs> and right. it was scary because you're you're worried about, well, what are they going to think? To me, that's such a... That's such a weird moment because uh, obviously I, I haven't written a book like you or anything, but to have somebody look at everything that you've been working on for so long it's so open and raw (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it has to be such a unique feeling that only authors you know know that but well I want to say thank you today for coming to talk to me about your world the book that you've written and your publishing story so Laura where can we get your book Uh, the book is for sale on Amazon so you can go there there is a paperback, there is a hardcover, there is an ebook, and it's also available on Kindle Unlimited if you have that. Um, there's also different, um, you can get the ebook, or excuse me, not the ebook, but the paper book, the paperback and the hardcover on um, different locations like Barnes and Noble and online and Walmart online. And then I do have a website, which is laurahonkin.com. 
And I do have links there to buy the book. I certainly fascinated by any murder mystery like this, especially if you're going to put a husband being the suspect, because there's a weird relationship there that you have to kind of explore through into your book. Any last minute thing you want to say, Laura, before we go today? I just wanted to thank anybody that's read the book and, and have left positive feedback. And I, I, I appreciate I love that we can be a part of this. This is so cool, Laura. Well, thank you for coming. And I will talk to you next time. I hope I hope you get to come back and talk to me when you publish your next book and so forth, because this is fascinating. I love any murder mystery like this. But I will talk to you next time, Laura. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. Please continue to support indie authors and indie bookstores. And if you would love to support Tell Me About Your Book podcast, you can certainly do so by going to buymeacoffee.com slash tellmepodcast. For a price of a coffee, you can support monthly for just $5. There's other tiers too in the memberships, and you can look at all the info about it, and I would certainly, certainly appreciate it. And of course, there's the other podcast, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where Caddy and I talk all things book and about her cats too. See you then.